0: You're listening to episode number 91 of the Self-Care Sunday podcast, a minimalist media project by Kaylee Reed. New episodes are released only on Self-Care Sundays. We talk about everything from mental health to entrepreneurship, social media, and how self-care plays a role in all of those things in our lives. In today's episode, we're talking about fanfiction. I'm sharing a little bit of a story time going backwards into my Tumblr days and why I started writing fanfic again as part of my self-care during quarantine. So writing Gilmore Girls fanfic has become one of my favorite hobbies over the past couple of months, and it all started on TikTok. I'm going to get a little bit more into that, but to really understand where all of this begins, we have to go back in time by, I want to say six, seven, eight years back to Tumblr days. So Tumblr is where all of my admiration for fan fiction began. And if you are not familiar with Tumblr, because I know that a lot of people on TikTok, a lot of my younger audience didn't know what Tumblr was. It's basically like a blogging website, I guess, like a platform for blogging and reposting. And It was kind of like an anti or counterculture platform so we had myspace which is like the main one back in the day and then nexopia was like a kind of a counterculture one but again those two were more for like social sharing and you know having your friends added and that sort of thing making friends Tumblr was almost like a Pinterest aesthetic type platform mixed in with blogging, and there was a lot of niches on Tumblr, very similar to TikTok, how on your For You page you can be stuck on like Gilmore Girls TikTok, Draco Malfoy TikTok, um, Straight TikTok, Alt TikTok. Basically, Tumblr was very similar in that there was so many little communities, and especially fan fiction communities. So I would have been like 17 or 18 when I was really getting into Tumblr and like using it religiously. So it started out as very much a personal diary. Like I think a lot of people used to use Tumblr as, you know, anonymous usernames. Um and then it turned more into like visual inspiration and more Pinterest aesthetics and finding what my personal brand was, I guess in a way, which Looking back, that would have probably been my first time ever. Using the internet in a way that was so creative and building somewhat of a personal brand and a blog online for myself. So, you could say that Tumblr was the very, very, very beginning of my quote unquote influencer journey, which is really crazy to look back on. I mean, I taught myself really basic coding because of Tumblr, um, some really basic design things. Like, Tumblr was where it all started. But again, so much of it was on these like very personal, anonymous, multiple accounts. And when I was in my first year of university, so I would have been 18 years old, I had moved across the country and living in dorms, in residence, um, spending literally all of my spare time on my computer, on Tumblr. Um, I was also at that time... Becoming a really big One Direction fan. (laughs) And I think that would have been like when they were starting to peak or they had, you know, just gotten really big. And I was so far in the depths of the 1D community on Tumblr and I love writing. And so, as embarrassing as this is, I started like a 1D ship account essentially where. People would write in, and I would choose who I thought they would be best suited with out of One Direction, and I would write mini fanfics for them based on what their profile looked like, their name, uh, any photos that they sent in to me, (laughs) and I would essentially come up with first date ideas for them and any member of One Direction, and yeah, write these little like first date scenarios, and then I even got to the point where I was creating outfit collages for people and it basically became this 1D submission fanfic account that started growing really quickly. So over one summer, I think it was my summer of my first year of university, I gained like 10,000 followers and now I feel like that isn't huge on a platform like TikTok or Instagram, but back in the day like on Tumblr, Ten thousand followers like was a pretty big deal. So I was getting probably hundreds of submissions a week for people that wanted me to ship them with a One Direction member and write uh, first date scenarios. And I spent my summer of my first year of university. Doing that essentially, I lived in a tiny little village on the Bay of Fundy in New Brunswick. And during the day, I had a tourism job where I wrote programming for this tourism center. And then I would go by the beach and I would like come up with different ideas and I would write and I would do some art. And then I would go home and spend my night like going through all these submissions and create these outfit collages for girls, for them to envision themselves wearing these outfits on these first dates that I had written for them. And this account, yeah, grew to like a pretty sizable amount. And once that summer was over and i was going back to university i got so busy in my second year of uni Um, i basically did a condensed degree so instead of doing four years i took all of my courses in three years and i basically condensed everything so there was semesters that i was taking like seven courses and was just insanely busy um, on top of like extracurriculars and volunteer and all of that so my time for tumblr went away and i also was in a place mentally at that point which wasn't super healthy so if you've been following me for a while you know that i struggled with an eating disorder throughout university and always just kind of struggled with my mental health um, depression anxiety those sorts of things and for anybody who has spent any time on Tumblr, you would know that there's a very large Thinspo community on Tumblr. Uh, and basically, a lot of quote unquote aesthetic, like visual imagery that pushed young women to essentially feel really insecure about ourselves because it was always like this goal chasing of wanting to look like these Tumblr girls who were incredibly thin. There was a lot of just like negative imagery that I think was perpetuating a lot of what I felt when I was experiencing my eating disorder of just like not feeling perfect and chasing perfection and, you know, seeing these very aesthetic lives on Tumblr and photos and just feeling inadequate in some ways. And so as much as I loved writing fanfiction, my boyfriend at the time kind of saw from an outside perspective that I was consuming all of these things, like this thinspo on Tumblr, and was basically like, look, you need to stop spending time on this platform because the more time you spend on it, the more depressed you get. And I know that you really love like the One Direction stuff, but if you spend more time on this platform, I think it's going to contribute to you being more unhealthy. And looking back, I think he was right. I was kind of angry at the time because I was like, no, like this is just a fun, creative hobby. It's an outlet. I don't take a lot of these things seriously. Um, It's not impacting me. And yet, of course, I think it was just, I wasn't fully aware of how much it was impacting me. So because of that, I essentially quit cold turkey I quit tumblr I logged off of my account one day and never logged back in I don't know if I ever deleted the account I honestly don't remember because this was years ago I don't even think I have the login information anymore I don't know what email it was under I don't think I could find it if I wanted to but yeah I quit and I never looked back and sometimes I wonder you know what happened? Like it's so—it's weird to think that there was this account that you know daily I was posting like dozens and dozens of um, fanfic submissions and had built it to thousands of followers, and then one day just fully stopped and I think the reason I was able to fully stop is because it was still quite anonymous and it wasn't like tied to my personality it wasn't tied to me Kaylee Reed it was an anonymous username nothing about the account was about me as a quote-unquote influencer it was just an influential account because of the content that I created and so it's kind of sad for me to like think back on that and think oh it's just like it it ended, it disappeared. Um, but I know that from a perspective of my mental health journey, I think quitting Tumblr at that time was probably very positive for me because it did allow me to step away from a lot of those like thinspo visuals and pressures within that community on Tumblr. So fast forward to October 2019, which is when I started my TikTok account. And I think TikTok is very similar to Tumblr, mostly in the community sense. Like, The way that people really rally around specific niches um, and sides, quote unquote, of TikTok reminds me so much of the way that Tumblr communities used to be. And so when I started my TikTok account, I did not really pay attention to any of these sides that are like fanfic related or fan culture, um, mostly because I, one, didn't really know what I was doing, and two, was really approaching TikTok from a business perspective. And that's the whole reason why I started my TikTok account in the first place was I saw so many more clients and businesses looking specifically for influencers on TikTok when running our influencer campaigns. I didn't even have a TikTok account at that point that I was posting on, so i I thought that it would be best for me to create an account, uh, better understand the platform, learn how to post and learn just like everything about TikTok so that I could best advise the influencers that I manage and best advise the clients that I work with if I knew how this platform functioned. So all of my original content on TikTok was very fashion focused because those were the types of brands that I was working with and wanted to appeal to, or was local Calgary focus showing just like my favorite restaurants in Calgary cute cafes, that sort of thing. And between those two types of content, uh, I gained my first 10,000 followers on TikTok within about six weeks, I think, posting every single day. And so once I understood the platform, I was like, oh, this is a piece of cake. I kept growing consistently. I, you guys know this, I talk about TikTok all the time on Instagram, but TikTok is my favorite platform for organic growth. It's just so much more creative and fun to me, and there is this built-in ability to go viral for basically anything as long as the content captivates your audience. You don't need to have a following to make videos that can hit over 100,000 views, and the conversion rate for followers and what that can do for a brand is actually pretty crazy. So, I fell into this TikTok rabbit hole in October 2019 for the next few months, and it became a really core part of my business. And then coronavirus hit, and the world started to look very different. You know, we spent months starting in, what, March of 2020, locked-in doors where basically everybody was self-isolating and not going out. Restaurants were closed. Everything was closed. Businesses were closing. Work looked different. Life looked different. We couldn't see our friends. Some of us were not seeing our family, and it was just a completely different landscape, obviously, this past year has been, and it still is, really. But self-care also started to look very different for me during this time. And I think a lot of people struggled with self-care throughout all of this. And, you know, I've talked about it a little bit, but I even struggled with the podcast because I felt like nothing new was happening in my life. And in fact, I was struggling with my mental health for A lot of 2020, and it's hard to come up with the inspiration to, you know, help other people through inspiring words on this podcast and talk about my own journey when I was struggling. And so you guys have noticed, you know, like whenever there's a a pause on the podcast in terms of like there's weeks that go by that I'm not posting any episodes, it's one of two things. One, I'm in a mental health rut and I just feel super uninspired and not creative and two i am super busy with work in the past month i would say has been a combination of those two things so i'm going to do a life update episode likely next week to give you guys an idea of everything that's been going on and the new projects i'm working on and clients and just some cool things that i want to share with you all but Um, It has been a roller coaster and I try to be transparent with you guys on this podcast because I've always said I don't just want to put out episodes for the sake of putting out episodes The reason I called this a minimalist media project from the very beginning is I always wanted My content to have some sort of meaning. I didn't want it to just be fluff I wanted to add something to the world. It was like minimalist media in the sense that I'm being very minimal with what I'm putting out with this podcast in hopes that what I do put out is actually good and it's not just like putting out stuff every week for the sake of it. But when I put something out, it's because it's something that's on my heart or something like a collaboration I'm excited about or an interview that I thought was really interesting. So that's kind of where that comes from. If you haven't been sticking around since the very beginning, that's what the Minimalist Media Project. Um, comes from as being minimal in the media that I put out with this project but all of that to say self-care looked very different for me during quarantine and so because I wasn't going out I wasn't traveling I was not doing meetings or events or anything fun like that which for me is a lot of my self-care you know going out to eat with friends that sort of thing I ended up staying in, and Gilmore Girls became my best friend during quarantine. It became my self care. I watched and rewatched and became so invested in the characters kind of all over again. But with everything happening with 2020, I almost viewed it through a new lens of what if these characters were written in 2020 and this whole storyline was set in 2020 How would they react to, you know, Black Lives Matter? How would they react to coronavirus? What would be the dialogue um, if this show was set in 2020? So because my TikTok was really lacking at this point in the sense that, like, I was not posting daily by any means. I think there was, you know, a week or two or three weeks at one point that I posted basically nothing. Because I was so uninspired, I had just gotten back from New York Fashion Week posting these daily vlogs, and almost all of them went viral in some sense, Um, you know, hundreds of thousands of views, one video was my first video to hit 2 million views, and then I'm home, stuck inside, watching Gilmore Girls, doing nothing, and I felt like, oh man, like my TikTok is just, I don't have anything interesting to post now but because i had this thought in the back of my head about gilmore girls in 2020 and i'm re-watching i was like you know what i just want to make a TikTok about what if gilmore girls was set in 2020 like what would happen and so i did and just like talking about each of my each of the characters and what i thought they would do or like how they would react to things in 2020 and that video got 400,000 views in a day And then I just kept posting these different ideas and things about Gilmore Girls and my favorite characters. And between all of those videos at this point, you know, I probably have over 5 million views just in Gilmore Girls videos on my account. And I kind of became known now as like CEO of Gilmore Girls or like an account and an influencer that posts a lot of Gilmore Girls and my followers will tag me in Gilmore Girls content. And People were like messaging me about Gilmore Girls stuff, which I love because it was so much fun, um, especially in quarantine when it was just something that was so present on my mind. And I was like, you know what? This is just like a fun thing that is not stressful. It's not work. This is like the furthest removed type of content from work that it could be like, there's content creation that I do that is very much attached to my personal brand and educating my followers and you know producing really pretty content and that sort of thing which is all related to driving growth and brand deals and it's it's strategic even though it's creative and fun but it is work. This type of content was a hundred percent purely just fun and just entertainment and it reminded me of this one direction fanfic account that I used to run and so the more that I was posting these things I was like you know what I think I actually want to write this like to write Gilmore girls 2020 um, as a completely fun outside of work no strings attached to work project that I wasn't even sure if I was gonna post it but I I just needed something that was going to fuel me creatively, and especially in this way, which is writing, because I've always considered myself a writer, I have always loved writing, I think that's why I liked school so much, and why I excelled academically is because I'm a good writer and I enjoy it, but it's something that is so attached to my work now that I just stopped writing for fun, I think, and... This specifically is something that I was like, this is not a thing. This is not a book I'm going to sell. This is not something that I'm going to make money from. This is purely a self-care, fun project of writing this. And so I started writing Gilmore Girls 2020. And honestly, I will say it has been one of the best things that I've done for my self-care in a very long time, like probably all year. This is the best thing that I've done for my self-care. And there's specific instances over this summer that I remember very vividly, like one night I was just super stressed out and emotionally just like kind of upset about something and it was work-related, but also personal things. And I just felt like, ugh, like so, you know, that feeling like overwhelmed with emotion and I think it was maybe midnight or something, and in the back of my head, I was like, Kaylee, you need to write. Like, Kaylee, you need to write, and you're going to feel better after you write. And my other self was like, no, like, it's late. You should just go to bed and try to sleep it off, and you'll feel better tomorrow. But I forced myself to write, to get up, and just write for 20 minutes. So I was like, I think it's really going to help me feel better if I just do something that fully takes my mind off of this and that's exactly what happened like I'm writing this fanfic that is completely outside of my world but still attached through like you know the setting of it being 2020 and just writing something that transported me into my favorite show made me genuinely feel so much relief afterwards like after 20 minutes I stepped away and I just felt this huge weight off of my shoulders in that I had like channeled all of this creative energy and felt better because I had done something for myself. I assume that it's like, if you're somebody who enjoys going to the gym or working out, I always hear this from people that are like that, that are like, yeah, I go to the gym and I just feel so much better afterwards because my body's releasing, you know, endorphins, serotonin, I don't really know the science behind it, you guys, but I hear this from so many people and so many people have told me to go to the gym for that reason. I just am not a big gym person. I get it. I'm trying to get more into physical activity, mostly through yoga, but I'm not a big like working out, you know, every morning type person. But with writing this fanfic, I honestly have felt like I think the same physical process that your body goes through when you're like releasing those things that's what it felt like to me and that's what it feels like when I write and realizing that I think has been really huge for my self-care and for my mental health and realizing like I have the full power to make myself feel better when I'm in a rut or in a bad place by simply doing this one thing, by spending 20 minutes sitting down to write and kind of escaping and creating a new world for myself through writing. So that's the story of how I got into writing fanfic again and if you're curious and you want to read Gilmore Girls 2020, the first two chapters are currently up on Wattpad. I'm going to link my username in the show notes here so you can go click and read and somehow it is in the top like 100 stories on coronavirus on all of Wattpad. I think there's like 4,000, or 4,000 the last time I checked that are tagged coronavirus and Gilmore Girls 2020 is in the top 100 so that's kind of cool. I appreciate everybody who has actually taken the time to read what I'm putting out there and who's actually asked me for the chapters because honestly I was kind of embarrassed to share it when I first started writing. And I just really thought it would be a personal project, but it's cool to know that other people want to read this too. So thank you so much. You can go find the links in the show notes below. And until next time, happy self-care Sunday, everyone.